What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Sickle Teller. My next guest, I'll let him introduce himself. My name is J-Rock. Jeff. You know, Jeffrey Jacques. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, you know, I, as I'm, like, um, going through everything, I wanted to, like, incorporate people that I know, but people that also are involved with sickle cell the same way I am because mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people that don't really get what sickle cell is mm-hmm. and I've you know again said that in the first episode I've said it in episode like the last episode with my brother they don't get it and I think it's just like involving relationships with people firstly that I know mm-hmm. that have sickle cell and then just going into people that don't have a relationship with myself mm-hmm. but may have an understanding about sickle cell or a curiosity about sickle cell and then having a conversation that way because mm-hmm. I think that's one of the only ways we're really going to truly have some sort of growth in the understanding of what sickle cell is mm-hmm. so you know Jeff and I've known each other uh, socially for like a while but I think we come from social backgrounds where both parties um their friends knew they had sickle cell. Right. So I think yeah. it kind of like, yeah, like I think like our friends kind of made it known to us before right. we may have even come across mm-hmm. each other. Like, oh, yo, J-Rock, or oh, yo, a day. <laughs> and then like, so like when it kind of, when we kind of met, you know, like initially it just, it was what it was. It's, you know, two people meeting, but we right. had an understanding of what <laughs> sickle cell that? was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like we met with like a different viewpoint of each other, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. yo, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> straight. Right. That was yeah. That was really one of our first conversations. Yeah. And I feel like you know up until now, like that's kind of how we interact with each other. Um, that's how we 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 greet. So first and foremost, how are you feeling? How you doing? I'm good physically. Um, you know, it's always a mental battle, but that's typically what we go through day to day. Physically, I'm alright. It's winter. Right now, currently, as we are talking. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> um, Yo, not even to cut you off. So, you know, Jeff lives in BK, as I do live in BK. We live in different parts. So I found parking. I came to see him. Um, I called him. I texted him first. I called him, and he didn't answer. He told me um, when he got to the door, he was in the shower. And then when he... Ex- well, explain why you were in the shower, because oh, I think, yeah. like, the pretext <laughs> of that... <laughs> Is like just important as to why you that, were talking about the winter. That's so. true too, right? So, um, it's cold being that you know it's the winter time. So that that definitely uh, back to the original question with how I'm feeling, right? So the winter definitely has us more on a sluggier state, I would say, um, a little bit more slower. I mean, just like in on everything on Earth is is it really is everything is coming to somewhat of a stagnant. Um, stance, you know, everything is a little bit more stilt right now, so it's a little bit harder for us as sicklers to move around in the winter. Um, energy is not the same, and physically, with the wind and just the the cold months, it it, it dawns on you and it hurts. Um, it may it causes a lot of it may cause a lot of um, physical pain, dependent on whom you are. Um, in my particular case, again, now to just catch up to where we at. Um, I use the shower particularly, um, especially with the steam in regards to keeping the body uh, able to move so that way my joints don't get stiff or 
um, is actually a way for me to uh, prevent me from getting sick at times in terms of just understanding that the the steam is going to be able to just take away some of the uh, um, inflammation that's in the body and we're constantly going through battles of inflammation um, on a day-to-day end especially with the fact that that's just what our bodies do so yeah um, I was in the shower wanting to alleviate some of that stress that I'm feeling in my joints currently um, and particularly with the shower it just you know it was just able to aid in that so I had them had a, had had my, our friend here waiting a little bit. <laughs> nah, but you know what? It's it's cool to know that because I I never really you understand about though. At like, the but same sure, time but real talk. Back. See, this is this is the biggest. Like, like you, that's why I brought it you up. You completely understood as soon as yeah, I said I was in the shower. Yeah, I was just like, your yo. face just turned and it was just like, oh yeah, okay, I got it. I feel, yeah, I hear. But you. I didn't feel no way. I didn't feel no <laughs> right, way. Right, but right, like, right. You said that. I'm like, oh, that's that even makes even more sense. So like, but bringing it up is like it's important for me because like now I'm like. Alright, that might be something I might try. But even in that, it kind of like, I think people that have never heard of sickle cell now have like an understanding. Like, damn, so it has that deep of deep of oh. an effect on, you know, your day to day to where you might have to shower in a like a completely heated shower. Yeah. And allow the steam to kind of like loosen your joints, yeah. not just to like you know for hygiene purposes, but like literally body, to yeah. to make sure that your body feels like normal. Yeah, and you know I think that that's like again like the biggest part part to why you know this is all important because mm-hmm. like you know there's things that I'm learning, there's things that I feel mm-hmm. Jeff is probably gonna mm-hmm. learn at the end of this conversation. There's mm-hmm. things that you know whoever's listening is gonna learn, and there's things that whoever you have a conversation with because of this is going to learn so i am just glad that like as the progression of this is naturally happening like there's just new information that's coming out like that's just to me new to me you know if anything if it's not new to anybody else it's new to me and the thing is we don't really have like a big uh scope in terms of um those that are sharing things that they do um, in terms of sickle cell. I feel like the community is a little bit quiet, especially with how we communicate with one another. Um, Yo, can I be honest? And I want to talk, like, because we're going to have, our conversation is going to be cool because it's going to be a a little bit different. Yeah. Um, But I think that's because of ego. Right, okay. Because I feel like with sickle cell... Um, it's like a very like pride filled <laughs> disease in the sense like but why is that though i mean i say, i say i i say it in the sense of like you can go from feeling almost invincible oh to then feeling like demoralized yeah or, like you like, need you just you're always in need ended. of yes, somebody yes or like a to, dependent yeah you, you're in you're just a dependent you're you're forever dependent on someone yep. and i feel like for like for people it's hard to come to grips regardless of how you like because as a kid you're a kid you're always going to be dependent true. on your parents adulthood but when you become once you become an adult it's a little bit and different. you kind of realize like you have to be dependent or you need to have somebody you can depend yeah, on i hear you you know what i mean I like that changes like and now let's go in the scope of, of from the male perspective now because that's where we're at right you know we're supposed to be the the providers 
in a sense. It's in the sense of yo man, you're the heat of the home. Yo, you're, you're you're the king of your castle. So if the king is not present to the castle, how is it that we operate within? This is why I said it was going to be a different conversation because it, it does bring those those difficult questions to self at times in terms of you know stability or just in other factors of just life where uh, where some may not have to go through um the 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 the, the, the I guess I guess what we're going through you know not everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the, chal- like, the challenges there you go that's perfect yeah. the challenges of having sickle so I think um it's not seen a, every day yeah, either well that's you see that's there's so many different layers right because a um like in the previous episode when I was talking to my brother like I was just asking him well we like we got into a conversation about like what it what sickle cell looks like cuz like for a lot of people like I know I've heard like you don't look like a right. typical sickler right. or you know most sicklers look like right and you know? I, I still don't know what that is honestly so um, like because of that you know like that you know kind of led into the conversation of like well if you're in pain you know like people like the judgment of what pain is and what it right. looks like and all that oh, man. you know like in the depths of that so you know with that now like as men I think um, it's hard to express what pain looks like or feels like when most men don't even express what it is to be quote unquote hurt mm-hmm. whether it's physically emotionally spiritually mentally any of that most men and if it is something that has happened in society most of these men are labeled a certain way just because of that especially within our community yeah i mean i think things have changed in the last couple of years to where there is a a wider scope of what a man looks like and is and i think that that's helping a lot of people to you know, be better in their lives. But mm-hmm. for a very long time, I think it forced men to not be open with their emotions, which yeah. allowed them to, you know, aside from like whatever, I guess you would say, quote unquote, sexual frustrations or whatever that may cause in that regard. But like just from like an emotional standpoint, when you're not expressing the things that are going on with you, it just doesn't make you a comfortable human being because yeah, you're keeping that yeah you're, uh, yeah you know you're you're tense you're just not you're just not a comfortable person and with sickle cell stress leads to more tension so i think you know yeah you know there's there's a lot of times where you have um the pressures of trying to understand how to be a man in society mm-hmm. that will cause uh crisis mm-hmm. For someone that has sickle cell, whereas like someone who doesn't, that's that's just not like they're trying to figure out what it is to be a man. Yeah, but, like, that's it. They don't have they the don't layer have... of like you Another know sickle thing, cell, right? <laughs> so you know, like it's a it's a difficult conversation too, because like I said, like it's ego that's a it, that's based in it. So like right. now as a man, do you want to say like, yo, I am because of sickle cell, I'm forced. To not be able to do certain jobs or certain physical, yeah, I have physical limitations as a man. It's a tough conversation because at what point is any man or woman going to be comfortable saying or hearing 
that type of a um, thing. Rather, whether you feel it to be true, or not yeah. true, conceptual, perspective-wise, the ego you know, is going to want yeah. to conquer, if anything. You know, so... I guess I want to know what your feelings are about, mm-hmm. like, just that topic, because you kind of brought it up, so I know it must have some sort of, like, importance yeah, to, like, definitely. how you see... I guess interactions with like women, uh, just being a you know independent black man in America in 2018, mm-hmm. you know trying to find your you know path in life. Like I guess express the the ideas within that. I guess for the most part, we we you know everyone has their own story, right? So like you said, we we all start. Start off as children, you know, where you're still dependent on others to do things. But, um, you know, we evolve as we grow elder, you know, and become or we evolve into becoming whom we are becoming, you know. Um, so with that, it's just every day you, you learn different traits and you take on different traits. Right. And how do you apply those traits now? So that way you yourself can become better. Knowing that, um, you know, you are going through something that not a lot of other folks are going through. And it's not always easy to share with everyone because um, for the most part, people like to be able to communicate because of something that they have in common. Right. So, you know, it's not every day I have someone that's in front of me in common with the illness of sickle cell. But again, I always like to put in my mindset and I've learned over time through, just through the confidence of my parents and how they've, you know, brought me up into learning that sickle cell is not me. So therefore, you know, I am first before anything in regards to what it is that I am doing. So... Don't limit yourself because you are going through um, a particular episode or just because you're going through something in, ten- in, in reaction because of sickle cell. So I say that to say that in general, I look at the perspective of just life in general on a bigger scale in the sense of that I'm a human being and there are those out there like me also with whatever it is that they're going through too so you know we have to be able to just be a, be able to communicate that with one another along with others that we cross through on our past in life especially as we grow into adulthood because you need that communication in order for you to be able to be whom you are um if I were to say, sit here and think that I could do everything independently, then that's just impossible. You know, it's not, it's not, it's it's not that easy. But there are things that you can do. There are actions that you can always um, go ahead and do. But at the same time, it's also understanding that you are a greater being. You have a story to tell, and how can I communicate my story with others? Um, because we're always going to connect in life. I believe, you know, I feel like we're all meant to connect in some way, somehow, but how can we go ahead and be able to, um, you know, process our, 
our ways through life? How can we navigate, you know, without having to put yourself through a lot of um, turmoil for the most part, you know? And it's like, you're going to go through your challenges and it's all about um, whom you have around you in regards to breaking through. And when you're going through those challenges, how can you go ahead and still be strong for yourself because that's the first part you know like mentally it's um that's the challenge i feel like a lot um especially knowing that you have this as a challenge it's like all right so sometimes i sometimes i know personally i feel like i'm behind others because of sickle cell and then it's like you know what? That's an am- I'm so happy that you brought that up. But then it's like, like, um, like I, there was a point right where I was um, because a lot of the things that you were touching on, like I understand completely. You know, um, just but the one thing that I don't is the knowing someone with sickle cell because I have a brother with sickle cell. Right. Which is like a gift and a curse in right, some right, regard. Right, right. Who's the who's on the last two mm-hmm. episodes. Um but the reason I bring that up is because because of that it allowed me to have somebody that I could always talk to when mm-hmm. I needed to when mm-hmm. I wasn't sure like you know nobody's gonna understand. He's there to understand and vice versa. So you. like because of that like you know, and I, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started it. Because I was like, yo, I think it's crazy that everybody doesn't have a sibling with it. Not that that's a good thing. Right, no, I hear you. But it's like, yo, just to have somebody to talk to that yeah. knows. Because, like, that allows me sometimes to not feel crazy. Yeah, I'm there's constantly so, explaining. There's, yeah, lie. like, yeah, there's so many to... times where I feel like, you know, it's always trying to get people to realize where I'm coming from. Right. As opposed to... You just that, get it. Yeah. You know, like, and... <laughs> and actually, you just get yeah, it. Yeah. And then, so, like, when you were talking about, like, catching up and feeling like you're always behind, you know, like, um, I was I was just kind of looking at, like, um, certain things that were going on, like, um, this was probably a couple of months ago, certain things going on, and, you know, like, there's just, you know, there's things that you want to accomplish in right. your life, right. in certain places where you wish you had excelled more, mm-hmm. and... When you realize that sickle cell, excuse me, played a part in it, it it's frustrating because yeah. you know, like, it's not like nobody's ever going to sit there and say that, oh, it's your fault, but they're never going to not say that you didn't achieve these mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you know, like you just get stuck in the middle. It's like, well, we know it's not because you didn't want to, but you still didn't. Yeah, you don't cross the line yet, yeah. so you don't get the cookie for efforts. Yeah, you know, you know you like the prize for effort in a sense. So. As adults, <laughs> that's not that's not how this works. So you know, like it was a little frustrating because you just didn't think like, damn, if I, I maybe yeah, <laughs> you know, and that was like the last episode that I had. Um, you know, it's kind of talking about appreciation and like right. gratitude because like sometimes you gotta just take a step back and say, but you know what, I did this. 
I wouldn't be this person if it wasn't for A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Like, as crazy as it sounds, I don't know if I could live without sickle cell at this point. I know what you mean. Because the shit made me who I am. Right. Like, there's so many, like, not being able to play sports mm-hmm. put me in so many different circles mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. And it opened me up to so many different things mm-hmm. that, like, I have a relationship to sports. Mm-hmm. But I just can't participate the right. same way <laughs> that everybody else does because it's like, eh, right, you right. know, like, and that's because of sickle cell, right? Um, and even when you like, and for you, like, I I think even when you said that, you know, you have been raised to not let sickle cell define you. I think I've come to a point where I've accepted the sickle cell is going to mm-hmm. define me because of all of the things that I've wanted to accomplish or I felt that I should have accomplished at a certain time and I haven't but I've beat other odds in sickle cell you know like having a hip replacement at 30 but like having it October 24th but being able to walk with um a walker by October 31st wow you know what I'm saying like being able to be on my own too like Going into that shit scared, like, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm about to lose my hip. Mm-hmm. And then coming out a week later, like, but I'm walking I'm on walking. this walker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy to think that, but at the same time, like, yeah, I was out of work for, like, 90 days. You know what I mean? Like, the balance of it is weird, but, like, I'm, here. I'm still here because of it. So it's like, I have to, like, say, you know what? Yeah. Sickle cell, like, if I'm gonna, if it's gonna take that much effort power mm-hmm. responsibility mm-hmm. i gotta give that much to it because i think that it's it's only right i gotta say that sickle cell has that much effect on my life that i gotta say it's this important this important because if i don't i'm doing it and myself a disservice yep. because it's put me in places that i never expected to be and i've beat it i've beat it so yep. like i gotta it's I don't know like it's a weird it's a weird 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 thing like uh, you you learn to appreciate yeah it's and like it. an enemy that you never wanted but you yeah. always needed and it's not the sense that you know I want to forget that I have sickle cell but I've come also to the understanding that uh, again not not to let it define me but this is going to be here with you right? yeah and it's like you as the person cannot get away from this. Yep. So what can you do in regards to living your life where you won't put yourself in danger and also be able to accomplish the things that you feel like you can accomplish? So that's where I've been going more so as an adult, moving away from the sense of what has been taught to me that this doesn't define me. Yes, I still would agree that this doesn't define me, but... At the same time, I'm not also going to limit myself right. in things that I feel like I can do. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like you can push yourself to the limit. The limit is there. It's like, oh, maybe I can't go this far. You know, what can I do elsewhere uh, while I'm here? I mean, it's, uh, both of us accomplish great things in life. That's you know, it's, it's school, just being um, just being to where we're at now. Yeah, man. You know, like- honestly, like. A lot, a lot of, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of naysayers. Yeah. The facts say that we shouldn't be here. Like, right. you know, <laughs> we shouldn't live past 21 yeah. and all this other shit. So, so like, we're here. Um, But, all right, so I wanted to speak on, um, like, 
the ideas mm-hmm. that like as a teenager, right? What did you like? What What did you think your life would be like having sickness? Because like you know, you didn't have anybody to talk to, so like yeah, I didn't. you know, like being in high days. school, like trying to figure out like all right, like what did you want to be? But what did like like what were your dreams of like this phase of your life and like how is it panning out? <laughs> I always wanted to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> not gonna lie. Since like fourth grade. But then it's just like, oh man, I can't play basketball. I used to wake up early, go to school to play basketball. No lie, go to school with my basketball. Try to play fifth grade, sixth grade. Got sick every single time. So it was just like, damn, this is not gonna work out. And as I got older, I really fell in love with just understanding my health, you know, and the fact that. Um, there's resources out there to be able to help me, you know, and and how can I go ahead and help myself become better too? Um, so then it, it it was always like food always inspired me, and then I wanted to become a chef when I when I was um, really young. I really wanted to just go into culinary school and learn how to um, be the one of the greatest chefs around the world, so on and so forth. And just learning that food can heal me was really what inspired me to wanting to do this. Um, But then I went into business knowing that, you know what, Uh, growing up in the world of the United States, especially in New York City, is money, money, money. Okay, so I went to school for business thinking, um, you know, I'll eventually want to have my own business, um, wherever that may be. Um, So... The whole goal before, you know, as a child at elementary school was to be a basketball player. And as we got older, it was more so in the sense of health and how I can go ahead and align myself to become better every day with my health. And, you know, I wanted to do culinary school with that. Um, But, yeah, I just never, I I, I just gravitated into different things. that led me elsewhere from that, but um, yeah, those were those those were some of the some of the things that I wanted to do, and then it was always in the sense of I always wanted to travel to heal my body too, like one of those uh, I guess pilgrimage or you know spiritual journeys. Mm. It's not too late for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, feel like I'll do that still, um, but just the interconnection with what does it take to make the body stress-free in a sense of alleviating what it is that we're going through. And I feel more, I guess, um, close with myself because I, I've, I didn't have, I don't have, I have a sibling, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. me and him, our communication is more so not about what it is that I'm going through on a day to day. You know, yeah, we're not yeah, really yeah. communicating on how you like we'll talk on how you're feeling and stuff, but it's it's still having to explain, you know, where you have someone that already understands, like, yo, I'm going through it, so I hear you. Like me and you. there's no yeah, I don't need to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, for sure. Which, so it's like, yeah. yeah, at times I still have to explain to my brother or, or a family member and no and they they really they get it. It's like damn, I I, I see it. But I even for you. them, they're just like I, that, all like, they can. Do, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's like touching a ghost. Yeah, like I see the ghost, but I I can't physically can't much more. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we can talk. I can see you, but 
you know there's just nothing past that that can be done um yeah so like how do you like how has adulthood been with sickle cell like i mean you know wanting to be all of those things like you know like where have you landed with that like how has that been like just because i mean how has it been living with like Mm -hmm. the stresses of like being a young man trying to figure out his life you know so uh I figured, I guess from high school, um, just going through, like, some days where it's like, you'll miss out four to five days of school, and coming to have to explain that to friends at times. Yo, what was the most amount of days you missed in high school? Man, I probably missed more days in elementary and junior high school versus high school mm, i think because okay. of high school you know you're 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 more yourself so it's like all right i have to take care of myself and i you know i have I important you. dates i have I like you. more there's more of an importance towards high school versus like junior high school in the plus sense. you fight a little bit more like yeah you, there's this crisis where you know like i right. can make it through versus right 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 he's a right. kid he's like i feel sick i'm not going to school uh, yeah 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 there <laughs> you go you. right yeah right. so it was like there was like a push you know in high school and junior high school um but yeah i think it, periodically as the years grew um I wouldn't say I got more sick, but there, wow, how many days? I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know how many days in general, but any given month or so, you know, maybe like two or three days. A month? Two or three days, sometimes five days. There was definitely a lot of hospitalizations, not going to lie. College, um, same thing, you know, I had to really, had to, had to really bond relationships. I think throughout yeah, throughout everything in my educational career, from elementary school, you literally had to let the, the teachers know. Look, Yo, listen, that's I have the sickle cell. yeah, man. Like, like from elementary school, I learned. I think from fourth grade, Mr. Block. I remember I went up to my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Block, and like, look, because he gave us, he gave us homework to do. <laughs> From the summer before, so when you come into fourth grade, uh-huh. you already have everything, mm-hmm. you know. I so it's like I remember like, you gotta like, read a book. Yeah, and you, like, you have to do a book private. report, yeah. right? Right, you have to have that ready. So when yeah. you come to school that first yeah. week, that Ain't Thursday, no joke. Friday, yeah, you about to have a test or something. And then by like Monday and Tuesday, we telling the story. So I'm like, yo, look, I remember me going up to him and my little self just talking to him like I have sickle cell, and. He, Caucasian teacher, yeah, he didn't yeah. understand what that was, so I had to bring in a doctor's note, let him know, you know, and um, just to let them know, just in case if I would have missed out on 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 schoolwork, this is what's happening to me. But it took him for me to understand, this is something I'm gonna have to do throughout my life. So at fourth grade, you know, after he after he understood that too, he gave me projects ahead of time, just in case. So. Fifth, you know, sixth grade, junior high school, started doing the same thing with some of my other teachers, and I remember sometimes if I would have missed school and I would have come back with like a body, sometimes your body part just hurts, like my arm would hurt. I would just have it wrapped up, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, why, why your arm wrapped up? Oh, you know, I just, I just fell, or something like that. I didn't really express it to friends wow, because dog, I have to look, like, it's, it's just, like my school is too small at that point. Why do I tell them? <laughs> 
Well, you know what the thing was like. So for an elementary school, for me, I went to a smaller school, um, and since it was me and my brother, though, like he didn't have sickle cell. Like yo, he didn't have his first crisis till nineteen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he had the pot belly and all that shit, but like he didn't have his first crisis till nineteen. But I had my I had my crisis a lot more frequently. So like I think I I found out we had we found out I had sickle cells five when we found out um yeah um we found out I was five and then like we just we had a like the crisis definitely started I think the worst one was um I, I was like six or seven it was August going it was like maybe August I feel like August 6th or 7th mm-hmm. I got weirdo memory so don't like nah, come on, nah I'm just I just say this cause like there's people that like yo he he really remembers dates yeah. Like, yeah I have weirdo memory but I, it was like in August and um it was the weekend got really sick like really really sick and went well, I was gonna go with my mother to the sickle cell clinic and then passed out right before I got like the block before mm-hmm passed out like my mother was yelling screaming carried me inside and I blacked out I remember cause it, I remember I blacked out twice this time I remember waking up and being in school <laughs> like I feel like I blacked out for like two or three weeks waking wow. up just being in like just being in like in school like not even <laughs> like home about, just yeah, I know, just I know in school like just re- back in regular life like my mind like blacked out all that other shit um so yeah, like you know, there's been times where I've missed like two, three weeks in like in the elementary school mm-hmm. period. High school, I missed like, put it this way, my sophomore year of high school, I definitely was about to get kicked out of Catholic school because wow. I missed so three many days. days. But because of, yeah, yes, it was my sophomore year. It was my sophomore year because I was feeling science. No, I, yeah, I was feeling science, French, and. English? My my junior year was tough for me, but yeah. So I was feeling those three. Yeah. Because I I, I made up... Yeah, I I was feeling those three. And you could only fail two to um, to, to make it to the next year. Because you could only take two classes in the summer Mm -hmm. um, to continue in the school. Also, you had to get... You failed out. So I failed three classes. I technically failed out. And I'm crying like, damn, what am I going to do? So I went to go talk to the um the dean and you know like obviously you know they had realized like yo you were sick for like six seven weeks of school, granted you were failing the split classes prior but you were, but still, sick. You were still sick you could have possibly yeah. made up the work or did something in those six or seven weeks that just turned your grade around right. you know, mm-hmm. um so because of that like I took, I took two classes um that summer? I could in the summer. And one I retook um, in the my junior year, which was French, mm-hmm. um, which is why like I just don't care for French at all because <laughs> like it just wasn't fun. But um, yeah, like I missed a lot of those days, and you know I think like people knowing that I had sickle cell in like elementary school and high school, it made for like an interesting dynamic because mm-hmm. like because they knew. They knew why I'd be sick mm-hmm. and why certain shit wouldn't, like, happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes it kind of felt weird because, like, you kind of felt like you kind of got away with shit that mm-hmm. you wouldn't if you didn't have sickle cell. 
And it's just oh, like, you know, what you, mean. you know, like it was like weird. That relationship. Yeah. That the, yeah. Like sometimes people are judging the judgment. You yeah. Know, in the sense of. Is That's it? people assuming that you were weaker than you right, were. Right. You know, um, because of sickle cell. Yep. And like, and I don't think it was like anything that personally people would do like intentionally. I just kind of thought it was like. It would just be things that like you would just feel. Yeah, like, human just, nature. Yeah, you would just kind of feel like people like... So, like, I remember at that time just not wanting sympathy. Like, right. I just didn't want I, people to pity me. I was just like, nah, I'm good. Ah, yeah. I'm good. I'm, I think that's particularly why... You know, like, yeah. I didn't really want people, like... I, people knew, but I didn't want to talk about yep. it. You yep. know, like, you know I had sickle cell, like, yeah, I was sick. Yep. And I kind of just left it at that because yep. it was yep. like... To the point where I don't think I really educated myself as much yep. as I should have or in those times. Others. Yes. Yeah. Because so I was just so like. Then that therefore also alienates. Yeah. Know, oh yeah. Of, I'm dealing uh, with a lot of that now. Yeah, I'm dealing with a lot of like what yeah, it is just, that we're going through, and I think breaking on that barrier is the biggest thing. Um, friends are amazing, dependent. You know, of course, all relationships is key, but. Um, yeah, I think my friends played a significant role. My family members played a significant role. My brother played a significant role continuously, even till now. It's like we need a support system, no matter what. Yeah. We cannot just try to be by ourselves as much as we want to. Yes, and which we are, because we're all our own individuals, but. The support system goes a long way in terms of being able to carry on those dreams that you want to carry on or being able to just navigate just through life. I mean, let's go back to the examples of of high school and it's like if we don't have those around us to be able to help us or aid us or even care for us, maybe you won't get the work that you missed out on for seven weeks, you know, and you won't be able to hear what happened at gym seventh period Word. whenever that did happen Word. cause like that's important to it a is. 15 that's year social, old. that's your social yeah. life you know and now, I'm not gonna lie and it took it took a lot for me to be able to tell people like yo yeah I go through this and it, it was like okay yo how has sickle cell affected your social life? yeah I think as 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 I got older I mean again as I got older it was just like I can't keep this to myself no more cause now it's like okay wait you and your brother always around. Why do we see your brother and not you? Or it's like, yo, people will question your brother. Like, where are you? And then it's like, look, bro, I got this. Let 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 them come to me. Let let mm-hmm. me answer folks from now on. Cause it was a to a point, you know, elementary, junior, high school. It's like, oh, I don't want to tell anyone. I don't want to. I like you said, it was. Like, I'm fine. You Ego. know, it's like Pride. it's like yeah. I see you fine. I I'm normal. exactly. I want to so be like treat everybody else. And it's like I don't want your pettiness. I don't yeah. want to hear. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, oh my god, I'm tired of hearing that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, how do you go around that? So now, as I got older, it was just like, look, you have to be able to be social. And also let others know this is a part of what's happened to you at times. And there's 365 days in the year. So you're not always in this particular state. But it's good for them to know in advance just in case something were to happen to you, you know. 
So um, it was just being able to educate others now. Now I really took steed and really took the understanding of what this is, what I can do for myself, how I can have others help me around if I need help. Um, communicate with others, just letting them know, you know, look, I'm not going to be able to come to school today for this reason. Can you help me out with the homework for mm-hmm. this particular uh, class that I may need that for? Or you, can you can you tell the teacher this is what's happening to me so that way Word. I won't be too far behind when I do return? It was really being able to take control of my life now and, and, and being able to have others understand that look this is this is your life you know mm-hmm. and I think the biggest thing is the fact that the community for which sickle cell is in is not as on a big scale or on a big stage for those who suffer from illnesses because pain is pain but people suffer through cancer you know and diabetes not to compare but they're just more understandable with those illnesses and situations due to the fact that the education is out there or the aspect of it's not just within the, just the African community, you know, the African um, bloodline in regards to sickle cell. So, you know, we, we were able to hear more about it in terms of other illnesses where those are suffering because they speak about it. There's more of those that speak about it where we're just you know small fraction but it's a big part of the african-american community in terms of sickle cell so i just learned that you know i have to be able to express myself socially um and now as an adult there's no hiding it's like hey this is who i am um but eventually we'll have that conversation you know friends or whatever it is that you're doing um how is it doing with women? Like, you know, I think, because I, I know for me growing up, I always thought, like, damn. So every girl I talk to, I'm going to have to ask if she has the trait. Yep. <laughs> That's what I thought growing up. I mean, as I got older, it definitely wasn't me asking. It was more so me telling. Right. But, um, you know, I'm just kind of curious to know, like, what that's like for you just since you've been I guess like realizing what your life would be because I think there's a point where like you know what sickle cell is but then there's a point where you understand what sickle cell is mm-hmm. like when you're young you know but right, there's like right, a point right, where you're right. like yeah oh, I understand okay. now okay. now I get what this shit is right, you right. know so like what was like once you understood what it was like what was your like interaction with women like as far as you expressing to them what sickle cell was or like just them understanding the impacts of what sickle cell would be mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. or just anybody that deals with them mm-hmm. I think not I think but w- what I've experienced for the most part is the sense that education you know it's mm-hmm. like um, I mean <laughs> I never really when it when it when it comes to females, I never really looked at it in the sense of I can't talk to so-and-so or whomever it is. If I was attracted to, to her, that's mm-hmm. just what it was. Like, mm-hmm. I'm attracted to her. So even, I, I don't know, elementary, junior high school, whatever it, it might have been, I'm, I, I never really had an issue, I would say. Um... 
But I definitely had that conversation as I got older where, you know, it was like, oh, okay, I do have a, I guess, girlfriend or whatever we were doing in those days. So, like, junior high school, high school, um, conversations came about before anything, I would say, in the sense mm. of, hey, I like you, you know. Um, there are times where I can get sick, like, oh. And her response was, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I have sickle cell. And it's like, oh, okay. What is that? And then, you know, we go into the educational aspect of that. Um, and then as an adult, like you just said also, it was just more so, hey, this is what's going on with me in my adult life. Like, I go, there's, there, there might be some times where this may happen to me. And, you know, this is a part of who I am also. Um, to be honest, I never really had any difficulties in my dating life with sickle cell. I never really had um, any malice, or I mean, I probably there's one particular instance I can remember when I was in the hospital and someone was just like, "It's just this is not going to work out." Damn, yeah. for real? Yeah, in the I hospital. Mean, I'm not, <laughs> in the hospital. I, I only like, <laughs> like, I say damn like that just because, like, I can imagine being yeah, in no, the hospital. No, seriously, like, it was like, I remember, I'll never forget. And somebody just I'll like, never forget. Yeah, this was my third like, day. I, yeah, this I was can't my third day. My third day. My third day in the hospital. Damn. Literally. And, I'm, you know, um, so, yeah, if it's your third day. You're, yeah, you're still you're yeah, drugged up. Yeah, I, you're, 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 and she came to visit, and then during the visit, I just I felt it. You knew. I, I just knew. You knew. Like yeah. wow, this is this this might be too much for her. Damn. Yeah. The moment she walked in the room, it was like, oh man. That was her first time visiting you. That was her second time. Um. Yeah, so that was her second time visiting me, but that was her first particular instance with me in the hospital. Right. So this was her first instance with me in the hospital. Um So yeah, it this I just I just felt it. And then in the middle of the visit, I would say that to, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you end the visit. I'm in the hospital. Just so you guys know, like we both are smiling, <laughs> as grave and like as weird and sad and depressing as this might sound. The both the two of us are laughing and smiling. So everything is an experience, and it, yeah. it was just like she looked and like I don't, I can't do this. And it just dawned on me, like, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? The, the medication won't, like, wore off quick. I was, I was alert. I'm like, huh? Hello? What do you mean? She's like, yeah, this, this might be too much for me. I mean, I respect and that, that for that being moment, honest. In that moment, I was like, what? But I got it instantly in that moment. And it was after she left. I was like, oh, "Okay, this is real. This is this 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 could be a nail. Uh, this could be a a do a, a you know a like deal breaker. A, a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, in a relationship. So, how do we overcome this in the future? You know, um, did yeah. that make you feel any way about like again? I think in like... the moment, in the moment, yes, because it was like, whoa, there's a lot going on. Um, 
but afterwards, I, I, I felt stronger in the sense of, okay, I have to be the king of my own domain first, you know, just understand self, give thanks, appreciate what it is that I have had and everything that I'm going to do, but nonetheless, just appreciate for just self and gratitude, like, yo, you, you've been here, you, you've done this before, you know, don't let this moment overshadow everything you've done or don't let that also be a forecast for your future it's not going to be that there's tons of fish in the sea (laughs) so it's okay um you know i just took it as rejection for that moment but we bounced back and i just looked at it in the sense of all right in the future we just have to be able to um communicate that with others you know and let them know on a, on and don't it's not that I was hiding it either but again I just don't think she understood the level of what can potentially happen right and then when it did happen this is what it was yeah, she yeah, hit the yeah, fan yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't prepared so yeah um education man I think goes a long way now like that's it work um yeah, your work life. So like, you have to what do is that it also. like? I mean, so how is your adult? I mean, yeah, because I think we've bounced around. Like, I just want to know, like, what your adult life has been like when it comes down to like sickle cell. Like, how has that affected? Just like, because you know, I mean, you've kind of spoken about relationships and like, you know, where it led you, um, where sickle cell has played a part in educational wise. But I kind of want to know, like, your adult life from like work and. I mean, we spoke about socially, but, like, you know, work and, like, just... So, now, um, as an adult, I would say sickle cell still has an effect on your on my day-to-day. Um, only because, naturally, you're just going to be fatigued. So, y'all, I'm real... Alright, would you say you feel tired? You feel more tired the older you get? I think so. Yo, I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I go to sleep. I wake up. I'm go still back. tired. Yeah. Or to go back to I go sleep. back to sleep. I wake up. I'm still <laughs> tired. And it's like, what did you do? Nothing. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I did I'm, nothing, but I, I am yo, so tired. Yo, like, I'm not, the yo. natural fatigue that this causes is... I don't I, I don't even know how else to explain except for someone that just understands. Yo, son, I be getting tight at myself. That's for like being at times so tired. you can't even get out the bed. That's how tired you are. That's like, what did you do? And if you it's like, I really didn't do much. Or it's like, okay, I understand I did this. So then, you know, there's days, I guess. Um, there's days where it's just like, whoa, I really I can't push through it in these days. Was like I can push through. You know? Yo, and all right. So this is why, like, a lot. Of, some of it's kind of crazy to me sometimes because, like, I work two jobs. I was doing that. I couldn't do it. Yo, right? I could not. Right. So like, sometimes even forty hours is too much. All right. So <laughs> it's like it's too much. Dog. And then you try to throw overtime? No, man. Forget <laughs> You're bugging. Yo. Man, I can't even stand up right now. So, so like, so tired. you know, there's, there, there's been times where, like, I just, 
I've been on autopilot. Just work, 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 work. I, I hate that because right? I cannot be on autopilot. It's like my eating habits are different from what Yo, man. it's supposed to be. What every, what the norm has created on an eight-hour day is not what can possibly work for me. Eating habits are different. Um, sleeping patterns are different. Uh, breaks are different. Um, water intake is different. So, you know, we're trying to keep up in a lifestyle that's, that's not already for us. not designed for me to be able to be a hundred percent successful. But it's if if I were to do a nine to five, by the time I wake up, it's 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 too early. I feel like I haven't gotten enough sleep. If I go to sleep, regardless of what time I go to sleep, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you wake up, you're still full tired. Okay, now we have to eat, and at times, those times when you need to eat is not the adequate time in regards to how a sickler would need to be able to get to, to gain the energy that he would need to be able to, pro- to produce so then we have the lack of not being able to pro- not being able to maintain you know just an adequate schedule um and something that's already designed for you <laughs> so i'm always feeling like i'm trying to catch up again that's the catch-up part with yeah. you know like on breaks, it's like, oh my god, now I have to, I have to like force myself to do certain things within this time frame. It's like, yo, it's either I could do it or I can't, and it's and then there's no in between. Yeah, man. You know, at times like I'm not ready to eat at one o'clock. Yeah. My body is not ready yet, but I can eat at two fifteen. But at the same time, it it might take me a little bit longer to eat versus you, you know, because of how. The, my body is just breaking down the food. <laughs> Yo, and like, it's crazy. So, uh, you know, as you bring those things up, just different body, like just your body being structured different. Um, You know, with medication, like, so yeah. you got to, with, with having sickle cell anemia, you're going to take medication. Yep. Depending on the severity, do you take hydroxyurea? Yes. You do take hydroxyurea. Day to day. So you have to eat to take yeah. hydroxyurea, correct? All right. So um, uh, I don't take hydroxyurea, but that's my doctor's offered it to me. I've rejected it only because I just feel like I don't have enough crisis to actually put my body through what hydroxyurea is. Like my brother takes it. I don't know you take it, but you guys like you guys get hospitalized way more than I do. So it's like. Um, I just feel like it's just like it's the, even in understanding that it's right, just like right. I'm not even like exactly yeah see even as two sickle cell patients we go through different crises episodes at different times right yeah different and like even different things will spark other people it. that we know also you know um, females prime example we we have a common friend that's a female and. Um, I'm getting her on I've been we're, we've been trying know, we, to meet up with each other. <laughs> We go through different stages also in yeah. our lives. It's like that. There's times when you know I, I'm hearing from her along with you, and I'm like, "All right, wow, I haven't been through this, you know, with what she's going through, or I haven't been through with with what a day has been." Yeah, through. like, I, and vice versa, you know. For sure. 
like I think um just all of those things like it it adds to why like having this conversation is so important because I just feel like so many people again they're just not informed they're not and, and they it's just, not their faults nah but I feel like for the most part um the fact that we have a community but the community isn't as I'll say the community isn't as strong as it, as we need it to be um especially across um the United States, in my opinion, um, because there's different. There's just we're we're all over. I mean, that's just that. That's just that within the United States. But if you were to tell me like we had, you know, one united foundation where we can be able to just um, unite or call up or be able to just be like, hey, I need a brother right now that's also going through what I'm going through, and I can speak to him, you know. And it's like the resources are also not available to us in the sense of um being able for us to create you know where we can go ahead and educate others too and make it more impactful you know so it's like we as individuals that are going through what we're going through we have to continuously make our community stronger and how we do that is again exactly with what you're doing right now and being able to have talks with one another express ourselves because I think that's something that we don't do in terms of okay what do you feel like you need for help Yeah. at this point it's like we need help you know and as individuals you can go ahead and have your own story but again, that storyline goes a long way within the community, you know, because we're we're still we're still all individuals that's going through the same thing, you know. Yeah, I feel like too, you know, um, as anybody that deals with sickle cell, the hardest thing um, is getting over the obstacle of like your own I won't say resentment mm-hmm. I won't say mm-hmm. like fears but it I'll just fears, say your man. own it like, is. I'll just say your own wall of sickle cell right cause you know whatever it is for you that is stopping you cause I think like once you get over that wall mm-hmm. and like everybody that's cause I think everybody's wall is different I don't think that's true like there's some people that like they'll get like alright so if you if you Think about it like we have um Prodigy, God rest the dead, rest right. in peace. You know, he has sickle cell anemia. T boss. Right. He she has sickle she has sickle cell anemia. Um, I believe Lorenz Tate yeah. has sickle cell, right? There's a couple football players too. Right. Football players. Football players. Football players, you know? Um and you know like I think like you know, like it's really about the wall. Everybody has different walls. Yeah, you know, cause like break through. I didn't think that it was physically possible <clears throat> to play a sport having sickle cell anemia. 
You know, so like to hear that this football plays with it. Now they might have a different variation. Yeah, yeah. But and at you the know, end of the day, like, right? <laughs> but still, just hearing that is right. like wow. Right, right. And to right. hear that, you know, like I'm, I'm sure that they had obstacles. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have obstacles. I'm sure. But to know that they're getting through it, they're figuring a way out. It, you know, it. it it gives everybody a little bit of hope and yeah. perspective. Yeah, um, it definitely gives me the light to know that you could push through. Yeah, but I think too, like, oh, like I, I'm not, all right. So, I'm ladies, like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, like, all right, then we took a short intermission, but um, you know, in in the midst of that intermission, conversations just start, <laughs> um, and we just kind of were talking about, you know, we spoke about like what it is to be an adult and to have uh i would say the sickle cells effects on you for lack of a better term but i think now we kind of got to in the conversation of like hospital bills and you know like my brother and i we spoke about that before and it's funny because he brought up a very what was the number you brought up 20,000. You see? And my brother said 20, the same number. 20,000. I don't know if it's a joke. Oh, <laughs> it's not a joke, bro. $20,000 hospital bills. I don't know. Is it now? I'm just saying, what we, what, like, do, is every single cell hospital stay 20,000? Oh. Like, every single time you get sick, it's a 20 grand bill. But, you know, like. Don't, don't just go to the emergency room and try to come home. I, I try to be slick. Oh, I'm feeling it right now. Let me just go to the emergency room real quick. That's the same price of staying in the hospital, bro. Niggas came back and gave me seven thousand dollars. I'm like, what? I got like one, like one round. Matter of fact, one time, one time, bro. I I had work. I like on a Monday. And this was Friday, right? I got sick. I got sick. I mean, all right, bet. Yo, all right. Look, I ain't I'm get- laughing. With, like, yo. yo. I am not laughing at anything but the system. No, I'm yeah. telling them. This so, isn't for you. You you look at me in my eye. You understand. We if we share. Go ahead. Breathe and relax. Take a breath. Bills, right? So all right. I know one time it was either I go get a hospital bill or I lose out on my job. Which one do I which one Wait, What do you mean? Explain. All right. I missed out of work for a couple of days already. I've been at the job for four for what four months, but but already within that time frame, I got yeah, sick yeah, 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 yeah. within the first month. So that's already seven days, right? So that's already seven days you've already missed from a new job. That's already not. There's no four hundred one k or nothing like that for you. So niggas don't even know you, <laughs> right? So they don't even know. So you. Kelly is still trying to understand who I am <laughs> as Jeffrey shout out, Jacques. Shout out to Kelly, and you know for trying to understand Jeffrey Jacques. And then she can't even say my last name properly, so it's like okay. So now I'm calling out already. It's like what's wrong? I'm in the hospital. Okay, great, no problem. When you come back from the hospital, just give us your doctor's note. Cool, no worries. All right. So that's the first. That was like the first month within the job. Go on, here we are now, third month, it's winter time, get sick again. In my mind, I'm like, all right, this, I, it's either I go to the hospital, get another get another bill, or just try to push through, because it's the weekend, and you're mm-hmm. off for the next uh, two or three days, 
and then you go back to work. So, you know, maybe you'll be able to push through. I go to work on that Friday in a crisis, so that way I don't have to call out. Mm-hmm. That definitely did not help. Of My course. work production was slower that day. I was on Percocet pills, of course, from the morning of. So, just the entire day was just long and lengthy itself. Yeah. Dawned on me. Literally like, walking home. Uh, Walking home limping because my leg no, is hurting so no. bad on the train. Just like yo, I hope yo, there's no. a seat. There's no seat. No one sit. No one. Yo, that that yo that dumb days. I dare, I dare you ask uh, 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 somebody for a seat as a black man. Yo, hey miss, please. Is it possible? Can I please. can I can I sit here? Cause I'm having I'm not feeling well. Please. What do you mean you're not feeling well? That that happened to me one time. We're not even gonna oh, go yeah. there. No. But we will another. So time. now, you know, it's like all right. 1 a.m. now on a Friday, I can't. I done over-exaggerated myself to the fullest extent. So I'm in the hospital. I don't want to stay in the hospital only because I know I want to get back to work. I don't want to miss out on days again because of the potential possibility that, hey, you know what, you missed out on a lot of couple days within three months, so we're going to have to let you go. That story of my life, first of all. So now... It's like, all right, I want to leave early. I don't want to have to be admitted. That's the whole thing. I don't want to be admitted into the hospital because once you're in there for a certain amount yeah, of time, if the pain doesn't really subside, that's then, you, know, you, you, you know. get admitted. Usually, nine out of ten times, if I'm, I've never really left the hospital um, or after just going into the emergency room. It's usually, whenever I get sick and I'm going into the hospital, I've already, I've already put into my mind seven days. Alright, so Off automatically. The only hospital though, Brooklyn Hospital, had this little jug where you could go in and just get hydration. <laughs> they and then leave? Let, they I, would, never, they, I haven't been there. They would let you pull up, in like have a little room? like if your crisis wasn't like like admittable, like they would let you go and you be in there for like six hours, catch wow. a little like IV. They might let you go with one round of pain meds. I don't know. They might. And then let you dip if you wow. was okay. Yeah, I, I hope I'm not snitching on nobody. <laughs> but I mean, I know I eventually over time I built relationships with nurses and doctors in the emergency room. That's how much I used what, to go there. Um, what hospitals? Would you so be? depends. Um, here in Brooklyn, well, born and raised is the only place I went anyway. But um, <clears throat> I grew up near Kings County Hospital. Yeah, so that too. was the common area for me yeah, to go to and, yeah, yeah. and then on top of that so you was on the sickle cell clinics on Tuesdays on Tuesdays yeah every Tuesday so Ooh, I yo, built yo tell built me a relationship dog, with them alright because we both was so we probably seen each other and you didn't know we seen each other I probably I don't know. no we were young I'm just cause oh. I was born in the 90s my mom oh yeah, look, yeah 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 cause I my mom Dr. like Kelly. my mom got a um she probably was Dr. Kelly too I just the name sound familiar but my mom white lady my mom got a store on on Flatbush, so it always made sense for us to be admitted in Brooklyn because she would be working in Brooklyn, as opposed to in Queens because like we slept in Queens essentially, but we were always like in Brooklyn, so like we would always go to sickle cell clinics on Tuesday, like that was like the norm. Um, so we definitely seen each other. Um, I'm curious, like. Was that one of the only times you were around that many sicklers? Because I, I know for me, that was like the first and only times that I was around that large amount of 
people with sickle cell. Like, outside of that, yes. I met one person in elementary school, then outside of my brother, wow. obviously. Then it was, like, high school. It was just me and, like, oh, okay, it was, you so. know, like, like my experiences with people with sickle cell were, like, limited. I think so, too, my, for me, too. I didn't really have... Uh, let me see. I grew up here in Brooklyn, especially in my neighborhood where there's a lot of buildings. So, um, in my area, there's definitely not a lot of... I don't think I had a lot of friends with sickle cell. But I had friends with family members that mm. also had sickle cell. I, had one I always had people friend. that spoke of, like, right. yo, I got a friend that would always get sick or I right. have a cousin that... Yeah, you they know, say things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not for nothing, me telling them I have sickle cell clicked for them they were like oh wait maybe that's what this person is going through also yes. because there was definitely that person a lot of that. did not share with them what they were why because it's just like hey we're just the sick ego. that's it that ego shit. you know telling you back to where you're going to so um it was always just in the sense of okay oh sure i forgot the question what were we doing again the uh oh yeah so those were those those were the people that I I had known that had sickle cell. Um, in terms of social interactions, not really a lot of people around me. Just as I got older, I would say, especially when it comes to dating, it was like my friends thought that it would be cool for me to be dating another sickle cell yeah, personnel. Are... <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so but the... me and her both have sickle cell, guys. This I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you think this is love or whatever. <laughs> like, how is this supposed to be a matchmaker for us? But okay, but I can understand in the sense of, oh, you guys are dealing with the same thing, so you guys can understand, and you know, yeah, kids this, that, so. and the third. But that just that also shows this is why we have to have the right. conversation. Yes, because it's almost not... like, like to make a like, you just can't assume that like, oh, because I have sickle cell, so like I'm I should be with somebody who has sickle cell, yeah. like yeah. that. That's that's just so ignorant. But like, ignorant in the sense, like I'm not saying that you're an ignorant person. I'm right. just saying like it's an ignorant idea right. that just shows the ignorance of like sickle cell not being exposed to people. So they were trying to care, but just yeah. in the sense of <laughs> it didn't really make yeah. sense for us. <laughs> yeah, um, no. But like the hospitals and the jobs, like I think yeah, that's kind of so, what like sparked um, like the hospital bills and the jobs is kind of what. Twenty thousand is usually yeah. what. What sucks is the the fact that the hospital bills will always be an onset of what's going on in our life, regardless. So it's like you can't really get away from it because at times you get sick and you need to end up in the hospital in order for you to get better. And that's the only thing that we have that can make us better. So at this particular point, it's like. How do you pay back these bills that you yourself don't even have enough <laughs> to be able to, you know, maintain for like the week or something yeah, like was, that? I was just just on, to push through your bills, like I, your regular bills. I was on Twitter talking about like the anxiety I get from opening like my mail because, like, it's you know, like. It's a bill. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's it's, it's one, on me. Yeah, like when you get those like hospital bills and it's this is not a bill and it really is a big ass bill. <laughs> Only big bills come in. This is not, not a, a bill. bill. <laughs> like, With, like three papers in yeah. there. 
You know, like in a return envelope. Yeah, like yo, this ain't a bill, dog. This is a return envelope. This though. is something that gotta get paid. This is a payment. A payment notification. Yes, that's what that is. <laughs> we are notifying you of payment that must be serviced adequately and At immediately. Um, but you know, it you get you kinda get to a point too where it's just like, look, I just I gotta be alive to pay my bills. Yeah, I'm man. fed up. And like looking at them is like, yo, dog, I just want to live. So yeah. if I gotta live, and this is what's gonna be over my head, cool. Yeah. Come and get me. Yeah, I'll take your twenty thousand. <laughs> like, whatever. Cause I look, it's either I stress myself sick. going to work <laughs> to be sick, and then end up trying to pay this and still be sick. Or, or just live my life, and when things happen and I'm get sick, all right, and the bill comes, all right, like, I, I, at this point, it's like I can get to it when I get to it, because, look, either you come get me, <laughs> but I'm not like it's, it's, it's so daunting, and it's like, yeah, it just, it just creates an uneasy. Yo, it's PTSD, man. Yeah. Like it's, I it's said, a real I said it. Way of I said it like in an earlier episode, and it, I blurted it out. I don't think I said it like it was because it was something that I was like I felt I had, like truly had what. But when I said it, it started to dawn. Like even I went like my all right. So the same brother that was on the episode a few weeks prior is in the hospital right now dealing with sickle cell. Shout out to Remy. Um, yeah. Get better, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out to my I know, bro. I don't know how that um, I don't know when this is gonna air. This might air New Year's Eve. I think I'm gonna put it out tomorrow. Um, maybe I might put out both parts. I don't know. This might be two parts. I don't know. I don't know. But regardless of that, um, you know, like just walking in the hospital. Like the last time I was in the hospital was when I was in the hospital a month and a half ago, and it's traumatic because it's like. You don't go to the same place you got jumped unless you got jumped in a familiar situation, (laughs) you know? Like, you don't go to the same place that you had an altered, like, an awkward scenario unless that place is, like, a familiar place that you have to be. So it's like when you go, like, when you're constantly in the hospital, it's just like, damn, I, like, you know, I get when people say, like, you know... my fiance and I were watching like Love and Hip Hop and Maggie was talking about like yo going to places is traumatic like it's traumatic to go to like this place and I I didn't get it with I got it but I didn't get it but now I really get it like you could really go someplace I'm like you almost died here <laughs> why am I here again like why are you bringing me to this place this place almost took my life or like yo this place almost like this place had me fucked a lot up of pain. yeah it's a lot of pain and if you don't address that pain, like, it's it's difficult for you yourself to even maneuver. Like, that's why, like, even starting this, like, I really want to go into 2019 pain-free. Yeah. Like, even if I have crisis, I just don't want to, I don't want to harbor ill feelings towards sickle cell, yep. towards anything. Yep. Like, I want to come into, like, the new year so light, so free, so, like, nimble. Because, like, we're getting into a time in society where I feel like, if you can't maneuver without restraint, you're not going to be able to, like, survive. Wow. And I think 
you know, like, the transparency of being free of, like, your, like, your, your egotistical, your societal, your, your, whatever it is that, like, is holding you back from being your complete self, like, it, the, the future is going to unfortunately, like, show you that you can't live that way, and, you know, like, I'm just really trying to be able to say, like, you know what? I got sickle cell anemia. It affects my life this way. Sometimes I can't do this. Yes, I am a black man. Yes, I have this, that, and the third. And, you know, this is just what my life is. Like, because it's like, it's kind of, it's harder to hide than it is to be truthful. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they so... they always say, whatever's in the door. Yeah, it's come, come to, to the, the light. light, you know, like... And, again, it's not like this. And, like, it's not like we have secrets having sickle cell anemia. But, dog... It's the ego, like you said. And yeah, it's, and man. it's also, like... It's really the whole... Black man with sickle cell, bro. Like, not for nothing. It's like, all right, one... The, the, the whole thought of how the black man is treated in America in the world one and now you have a black man with the way he's always been treated in the world that gets sick at times (laughs) yep so how do you go ahead and function? Man, you know? like, in the last episode, like, Remy and I were talking about, um, so, our doctor, Dr. Freeman, pretty much was just alluding to, like, she's always very, like, apprehensive about her black and brown um, patients being out in society, especially the males, not the women so much, but the males because yes. of the drugs. Right. Like, you have, like, these like large amounts of narcotics because you have to take pain medication. I take 20 milligrams of oxycodone daily. With, oh. Dog, like, yo, I got, like, bro, my my shoulders. Like, look, that's I don't little, have... That's the little blue ones? Nah, these are the pink. These pink. The pink. Yeah, like, yo, dog, look, look. I. You know how much I hate those? Look, look, I can't. The range of motion in my shoulders right wow. now is dead. Like, not dead, but it's... It's difficult. Yeah, so, like... It's, in, it's really hurt. So, like, this is, like, that's to... You're like, in constant pain. Oh, for sure. Like, putting on my shirt, not fun. Putting on my jacket is hell. Putting on a hoodie is not cool. You know, like, in this cold outside. So, yeah, like, this is I'll just do regular every day. And this... So, like, again, this is just to get up and move. Like, to get up and, like get my life in order to make sure that money comes in like i got to take i got to take oxycodone two um 20 milligrams of oxycodone um two pills of i don't even know how to pronounce it it's a it's an inflammatory medication it's an inflammatory pain medication for my shoulders i can't take it with ibuprofen i didn't even know that i can't take it with my doctor told me i can't take it with ibuprofen um I got to take uh, folic acid. Oh, and I got to take a stool softener. And this because is like... Because of the narcotics. Because of the narcotics. Because if not, um, I, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. Like, so um, I bought a 
big like a big container and I take I just take like three daily. So I ran low probably like four or five days ago and when I ran out I just got wild busy and I forgot like for two days straight to get it. So I was taking my medication because I need to take my medication. I just wasn't taking the stool softener. So I tried to use the bathroom and I realized I oh you gotta go but it's yeah, not it's, it's it's not happening. So I had to I had to immediately oh, just I know that go, feeling. yeah, go like get the stool softener so I could take it so that in the you next couple of hours, like I would regulate my right. bowel movement to be normal. Um, oh, but yeah, you know, like it's is it like I mean at this point in my life, I could really give a fuck if I get stopped by the police and they mm-hmm. find all this narcotics on me because. You want to take me to jail? Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and feel bad about, like, it's almost like the individuals that live in the neighborhoods where they have to carry a pistol. I'm not sitting here saying that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying if this is what you feel you need to do to survive, hmm. by all means, live your life. Hmm. I need to live. So if hmm. I got to carry this pain medication because if I go into crisis right now, mm-hmm. This is what's gonna save my life, mm-hmm. dog. You, you gonna have to take me into jail every day if you see me, cause I'm gonna have these pills on me. Period. I'm not selling them, cause, and that's another thing too. Like, I always found it funny when they assume that, like, <laughs> you know, sickle cell patients are like, oh yeah, that's the pain biggest, seekers. That's the, like, that's the like, biggest misconception. Yeah, like, yeah, like dog. Th- if if there was a reason for me to abuse pain medication. Oh, I've gotten into it with nurses before. <laughs> I could have, like, all right. I've gotten into it with nurses before. <clears throat> I've is... had to educate nurses that are oh, in the hematology. You're working in hematology, right? But yet, your opinion does not match up with what's going on with patients for which you are providing service for. You're working in hematology. Hematology is dealing with the blood, by the way. Yeah. Um, for those that don't, so, we're like, this is a conversation. This is not supposed to be structured in any way, shape, or form. I don't walk into any part with, like, a list of what I want to talk about, what we should talk about, or what would be, like, the how long. Proper. No, because... There's no guideline to what sickle cell is. That's, There's and, no... And on top of that, what sickle cell that happens at any given time. So, yeah. yes, these conversations is, is, is not, it's not happening in any particular order. We might jump back to certain points that we said already, but that's what's happening. I, I literally was great. Literally was great last week, Saturday. Literally. The, the entire day was fine. Yo, dog. Yo, you know what's crazy? I seen Jeff. Out, and I asked you oh, how yeah. you was feeling. You was like, "Yo, I'm good." Amazing. I feel like you said you hadn't been sick in a really amazing. Long time. I was amazing, bro. I felt like you said you hadn't been I got sick, sick in a the really long immediate next day. The next day, the next day, I got sick. Why did I get sick? Just cleaning up. My body just got just got ultra fatigued out of nowhere. Just like, douche. It was like hit you, you like a yes, you know that you know that hit. Yo, and for me, when I get the hit, it's my back, my lower back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably when yours is getting serious. 
But as soon as my lower back, because they, they say, as a man, you carry your pain mostly throughout your hips. That's why you had a hip surgery, by the way. You carry your pain through your hips and through your lower back as a man, mm-hmm. regardless of what type of man you are. But that's where a lot of your pain is, right? That sounds like mad chakra. Yeah, your chakra. sound like mad. That's what it like... is, though. Yeah, alignment. So, nonetheless, it felt like literally somebody just came and just punched, just started, or like combos in the middle of my back. Just boom, 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 boom. Then all of a sudden, a right Hadouken. Hadouken! Boom! And it was just like, oh, what's going on here? My, my body just tensed up, bro. Damn. And next thing you know, so we, I think we seen each other on a Friday. It's like it's Friday, or Saturday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, right? So then that that Sunday was it was just like that was it. Um, ended up getting sick for like the whole day. I was fighting it, and for me, I really don't like to take a lot of painkillers, especially at home, because I feel like it's just going to create um, an imbalance in my body where it's like, alright, now I'm just like super groggy the whole day. I'm like, don't want to do anything and I'm still taking these same pain meds, but yet there's no alleviation with what's going on in my body. That's the only thing that, yo, so when I got, when my shoulders started hurting again, because the last time that I was really taking like heavy, like I didn't have to take pain medication daily because, like, I wasn't feeling pain. Like, I I really don't like narcotics. I hate it. Like, I don't... I, I hate it I, to the fullest. Yeah, because, like, I don't know if you do, but I feel the, like, the no, change I, I in the substance. Once I, I take I, it... I feel it, bro. I feel the substance change in I, my body. For me, I, I can't... So, like, I, I could just, not be an abuser of that. Yeah, it's like, just, I it's just, just... It's not going to work for me. Yeah, just, Not at all. You know, I'm not with it, but I know what it does. Like, I know what it... I, it's helpful. Right. I know what it is. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You know, that shit. Oh, like, oh yeah. I take that over, oh, my. over the... Look. That's got me through work things yeah. that time. It's yeah. like, yo, you know, wow, I can't miss this up. But yeah. you know what? Might as I, I You got to pop the pain meds and like... Push through? Yeah, get it going. <laughs> but we saying that just to come back to where we are going, you know, with um, just the hospitals and the conversations that we have there and just those that... You know, at times they they may work within the facility, but they still don't have an understanding yeah, of what about, it is that we're going through. So you know, hematology. Like, that's why we was bringing that. We brought like the nurses hematology. or the doctors at times. Even even some of the doctors that are um, prescribing you the pain meds, they're only doing it because of the system that they know. Right? The system tells them already. Sickle cell patients are only able to feel alleviation through. X, Y, and Z. They don't have previous um, education to what it is that we're going through on a personal level. So at times, they just go from the book. You know, it's like this person um, can only receive this, that, and a third medicine. And it's like, as a patient, I get what you're saying, but that's not helpful for me. I might need something stronger than the next patient. And at times, that's where the misconception could come into play with, within the hospitals or those that are providing help for you because what you're going through is not something that somebody else is going through. And it's like, 
well, this worked for that person. Why is it not working for you? And then there's a comparison. Yeah, you know, it's like, I understand that morphine may work for this person, but it doesn't work for me. Nah. Not at all. They still give you morphine? It doesn't work for me. I'm just saying, though, as an example. I was about to say, like, if you're not using Dilaudid, Exactly. But there's some people, Dilaudid is too strong, or it just doesn't work for their body, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yo, the the reaction. The reaction, exactly. Like, I get a reaction now to morphine. I just feel it automatically. I remember one time I was was, um, sick outside of New York. I think I was, like, in Philadelphia, and they gave me... They gave me morphine. As soon as I, f- I felt it, just like throwing up, I was like, is this morphine? It was like, yeah. I was like, wow, I usually get diluted. But here's the thing. They don't have that within their system. Mm-hmm. The biggest drug of narcotics that they had was morphine. So in order for me to feel better was just to get that until they could get the real medicine, you know, the diluted come push through. For the time being, but yeah, it's that's just like crazy, and See, it's just like, like there's a lot of places that's not even so. Like yo, to be honest, <clears throat> like these are the obstacles that one with sickle cell just deals with on a day day to day basis. Imagine you get a job, a job that you could actually keep. Because I'm like the next question I have for you is like, what type of jobs have you had, and like what have been the most successful in those jobs? But mm-hmm. um. You know, say you get a job and you can you like move to DC. You said no, Philly. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then you get sick the first time, and then realize that they don't have dialogue in their system, and like how they run their hospital setting is just not working for you yep. to the point where it's like, yo, for my life, I gotta go back to yeah. New York. Yeah. I gotta go back <laughs> to, to die Brooklyn. here. I could die. That's some scary. Yeah. Like yo, I was talking to. You know, the same friend of ours, and you know, like she was for a point in time, we have the same doctor, but she was in um, Cali. Like, she, you know, she travels back and forth. And I was like kind of nervous because she was like, yo, I went to the doctor and like I got 15 attempts at them trying to stick an IV in my veins because they didn't know about my veins. And I was just like, dog. Is it worth it for you to be out there? Because if you can't get the kind of... And I mean, she's back and forth. Like right. she, she has a situation that allows her to live her life yeah. the way she's comfortable. Yeah. That's, the, you know, that's, the, like, that's the greatness of the what greatness. she did. Like, yo, she motivates me in so many ways to me find too. the balance. Shout out to her. Yeah, man. Shout out to Shay. Like, I'm definitely, definitely going to get you out like, on this. And, like, just... I'm... I'm... As a man, you know, like... I'm super motivated and super inspired by women that have sickle cell because I can just imagine with everything it is to be a woman to then add sickle cell into that. Like, just to add it, like, and for it to be like, like, yeah, so I can't wait to have that conversation because I'd just love to hear, like, you know, her perspective on all that. So shout out to Shay if she's listening. But, you know, it's just, it's it's scary because, like, you know, you could try to live your life. And that's why I've come to the point of this, like, yo, sickle cell just, I got to give it the, like, sickle cell's like, almost, like, my number one. Because, mm-hmm. like, if something could stop me from, like, whoa, 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 where do you think you're going? <laughs> you can't move into no new areas like that without figuring out if you could survive. That's when you, like, when I realized, like, damn, 
You got that kind of a hold on me? <laughs> wow. I gotta... I, I have to, like, give you some respect. Because if I don't, you're going to remind me one day. Nah, put some respect on my name. And when you do, I got to sit down. Not for nothing. I always felt like... This was always a gift, never a curse. Why? I feel I felt like that too. Only because but, I felt like I've I've been protected. I mean, I I feel the crises is a protection. I I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like yes, don't get me yes. There's there's times when you're anticipating things, and then you're already going there, and then all of a sudden. It happens. You get sick, and you're not able to complete what you want. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been trips where I've planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, traveling, yeah, for sure, for and sure. it's like, yo, I'm about to get on this flight. No, I'm not. I yeah. got. I have. I had the cells. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I cursed out those moments, but then again, it's like, okay, there's a reason why this happened. For sure, for sure. And I know we always say that in life, there's everything. Everything happens for a reason. That's so cliche, but I truly believe that. I truly believe there was a reason why I have sickle cell. Why is it that I am going through what I'm going through? You know, and it's like you have a connection to others. You feel me? Like there's a reason why your body keeps you from doing certain things. Yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> I've come to realize that too. And that's why I'm saying in, in regards to you, it's like, yeah, I, I've come to accept it in the sense of, shout outs to you, Sickle Cell, for being able to keep me from doing that. Like, there's certain perspectives that people say, and I'm just like, nah, I can't even think like that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know how you think like that, but I hear you. But it's just not my line of thinking. It's just not the way I'm going to perceive it. And why? Yeah, I have sickle cell. And I look at things in a more greater light than what yeah. others may see it for. Like, there's not just death everywhere. It's a lot, there's a lot of light through everything that it is that we do. But are you appreciative of what it is that you're doing? Again, you know, it's like, it gives me a, a real sense of balance. Um... And, and understanding that there's an importance to life and there's also a purpose with your life. You know, like we all have a, a purpose, like no matter what that you think. The... You know what's funny? <laughs> like, um, so when I was younger, like I always wanted to be a rapper. Like, I always, like, wanted to do music or, like, I was just, like, I guess you could say into the arts or, like, just into, like, those arts. things. But, like, it was music. Like, I just wanted to rap. I just loved music, right? Um, and then through time, you know, like, in high school, I became a little bit more, I guess you could say, like, I took it a little bit more serious. Um, and then I got to college. And I remember... Um, there was a point where I was like, yo, I got to choose between work, mm-hmm. school, <laughs> and music. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm in school. Like, it's college. You know, I was 18. I was like, well, I'm in school. I was like, well, I got to go to work. Right. And it's like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to half-ass music. 
So I stopped doing music. Fast forward to years later, in the profession that I'm in now, I work with the um, mentally disabled um, and have been for like the last couple of years in like various um, in various scenarios. But in the last, um, as of recent, in my new line, in my new position that I've been working at, a lot of people have just been like, you know, you do really well with talking. You, you, you know, you're great on the mic. Like I've hosted events or, you know, did things like that. And like, you're great on the mic. You speak very well or, you know, you do these things very well. You should think about, have you ever thought about this? And that's kind of what pushed me into doing this podcast. Because for a while I wanted to do it. But I was just like, eh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's my purpose? Like, who's going to want to listen to a podcast about sickle cell? What am I to talk like, about? No, yeah, what what can I talk about besides sickle cell? You know, like, I was just, I guess, creating my own, like, reasons for not wanting to do it. Um, and people constantly saying, like, you should, you, you know, have you ever thought about talking? Have you ever thought about public speaking? Have you ever thought about this? And I was like, yo, it's weird because I always wanted to do music. And I never made the correlation with speaking and making music and talking with them being the same. And, you know, that's why I started this podcast. And, you know, the more that I'm speaking, the more that I'm interacting, the more I'm really realizing that, like, I appreciate what this can do for people. Because I didn't... I knew that I wanted to start the podcast because I wanted to spread awareness about sickle cell, start the conversation. But even in this conversation, like, I'm realizing, like, there really is so many people. There's nurses in Brooklyn that work in the hematology department that don't understand the differences in sickle cell. Mm -hmm. Not even just that there's different forms, Mm -hmm. but that some people can just have sickle cell for so long, mm-hmm. well, have crisis, excuse me, for so long that they just can't take morphine anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that that, to you, doesn't register right. or isn't like, huh, okay, let's at least speak to a doctor and get their opinion. Mm-hmm. And if the doctor's opinion isn't correlating, like, well... Let's see what doctor you had before and mm-hmm. speak to them and get an understanding. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like it's it boggles my mind mm-hmm. because I've had doctors and nurses give me the same kind of responses. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, mm-hmm. the ignorance is not going to stop if we don't start talking yeah, about this. Because we have to educate them also. Yeah, because nobody knows. And there's... Yo, are like... Rest in peace to every single life that was lost because of sickle cell and the ignorance and the lack of, like, knowledge that was had on anybody's part from, like, the doctors, the the healthcare system, the nurses. I'm not placing blame on these doctors or nurses for the death of these people. I'm just saying that, you know, like, I'm just sending condolences out to them that have died because of the ignorance, because... Sometimes they're not listening. Yeah, if you're not being taught, if you're not, if somebody's trying to teach you and you're not listening, and you know, like, situations happen, complications are normal. You know, like, it's yes, it's heavy, bro. Like, it's a heavy thing to think about, and the the shit makes me want to do this shit so much more because it's like, 
I got a little brother that has sickle cell. So, like, I guess for me, it's, like, it's a different motivation. Because when you see a loved one have something that you have, you could always wish, like, yo, I wish I had the shit and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And he could wish, like, yo, I wish this you I had the shit and you didn't. But we both have it. So we both see each other going through it. It's not an easy thing. And then, like, on top of that, we have a brother in the middle <laughs> who doesn't have sickle cell at all, who has to now just exist in the dichotomy of two brothers who have sickle cell. You know what I mean? Like, so shout out to Jerry just because, like, within all of that, you know, like, he still has to exist within the balance of two brothers who have sickle cell. be normal or what we look, what what we think what normal looks like, right? It's like, (laughs) you know, like, like, I look at my brother like that all the time. Like, he doesn't have sickle cell. I think he just has, like, the trait. Not even the trait. He's just a carrier. So... For him, it's like, I was like, damn, you could run up and down. <laughs> All you do is just get tired. And yo, and it's it. crazy. Yo, shut up. You know what's funny, too? Like, um, you know, people, uh, you have a brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like to just... Oh, yeah, my brother, Hobby. <laughs> Hobby, my bad. I haven't said his name at all. Um, nah, you know, the only reason, like, just because, like, um, his brother... Is very active, right? Yeah, you know, very very active. Like he is a a dancer, mm-hmm. um, and only you know, like I just I like people to share their own information just because, like you you just don't know how people feel about talking about certain things. But his brother's a dancer, and like you know, it's just again seeing that you right. know you have the like active lifestyle, yeah, you know, like to have like to be someone whose lifestyle is not so active to right. see somebody who has a Uber, like Uber. He's not like. Can you explain the like what kind of a dancer your brother is? So yeah. that now I just remember growing up as children, it was just like both of us always had the same energy, right? Because it was just like we fed off each other, bro. Like that's just what it was. And even like just playing, you know, basketball in the home at times. You know, when you like just like ah, oh, boom, dunking on each other, things mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> Um, he was, I mean, he's younger, yeah, but I just remember at times when he could see that I was possibly tired or something like that, and he would be like, hey, you want to continue? You know, we could take a break or something like that. He's like, and I'm like, nah, let's catch, let's just keep going, let's just keep going, and we'll keep going, we'll keep going, and then hopefully I won't get sick, or if I do get sick, he was like, ah, oh, see, I told you to stop. <laughs> so my brother, he was always more on the understanding that Damn, you're gonna go through some pain, but I think he started educating himself after noticing how I got into my crises. Right, like, okay, did you do anything physical? Did you strain yourself? Like, what were you doing actively in order for you to get into the state that you're in now? Right, so it was. Then he started to understand, like, all right, you know what? We can't do everything together, but we can always participate alongside one another with what it is that we're doing. You just have certain limitations. And I always just looked at it as, you know what? You don't have that, so you got to keep going, bro. Like, (laughs) you just got to keep pushing. You feel me? Because I can't keep up. I can't do everything that, that all of us are doing collectively as friends or as a group or whatever the case might be. So... He looked at it as, you know what, you're right. And I always motivated my brother um, 
I feel like in a sense of you gotta push through so that way we can just be bigger and better you know just the whole story of wanting to get out from the struggles of what it is that you're doing you know just being in your neighborhood you know you want to eventually do better things so yeah, it's like see the world yeah so it's like look maybe you can possibly do this and help me get there you know so it's like how do we go ahead and create an avenue where you know you as the one that has the the better health stance especially you know but i know i, I have some wisdom um, in places where I can help you, but physically you're capable to do it more. You know, like let's continue that. You know, and let's not keep that as something to just keep you here. You know, so he was able to go ahead and physically continue with his dancing, and that brought him to many. Um, I guess diff- not. I guess, but that br- definitely helped him get into many different places to where he is at now. You know, being able to be backup dancers and uh, being on the forefront of where we polarized flex in Brooklyn in back in the days in the 90s and the 2000s the early 2000s which was like a big thing in Brooklyn so mm-hmm. you know that, that polarization alone just you know captivated him to just continuously being who he is and I think more so the physical aspect of it, you know, it's yeah, like, I, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's, that's really what it is. Cause it's like, yo, you gotta be able to just do things that, um, you know, your brother, meaning me, I'm not able to do. You know, that's crazy. Like, Cause I never like, yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful. Seeing bro. that, yeah, that yeah. made me, I'm not going to lie. That made me feel more confident. Cause it's like, I want to see you do these things, yo, because yeah, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, watching yeah, sports. Yeah. I relate everything to sports because, yeah. like, me and you always had that whole, you know, you relate things to sports. It's like, I can't play basketball, but if I see you dominating like that and I imagine myself in that position, it's like, whoa, that's dope. So to imagine and just to see him doing what he's doing on a dancing level, on a physical aspect, which is things that I'm not able to do, motivates me even more see that's funny because like i sometimes reside slightly on the opposing side like if i can't share the love i much rather love from a distance right. so like with sports like i can't get too deep because i know that i can't participate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like there's always a wall for me so like i much rather if i'm good i can't be close to the wall i much rather watch the wall from far mm-hmm. so like i like for but if it was like music like oh, there's no wall there. Like, I can participate. <laughs> like you know, I can go in and out. Ba- you know what? But because you could participate. Yeah, because like I can like I can, and I think that's what be a for part me, of. Yeah, like I guess that's why music always captivated because I always felt like I had to do something that was of the mind, not never of strength, mm-hmm. like never of the physical, always mm-hmm. of the mental. Mm-hmm. So like things like that always like gravitate like I wanted to work corporate like yo I really yeah. really wanted to go into like yeah. corporate finance that's yep. and I hate corporate CFO uh, that's why I, I was looking at it yo I really really hate the corporate environment like despise corporate it's it is not I despise it because of how it made me feel as somebody that had sickle cell anemia like I'm not saying that, like Maybe it was just like I just had shitty people, but the fact that I had sickle cell crisis and like you know, I was like my manager sent me an email mm-hmm. saying like, "Yo, we understand." And I granted, like I worked, 
I was fortunate enough to work in the same financial institution that my father worked for for many years before he was laid off, unfortunately. But I was able through him to get a job. And just the, in this particular situation, the manager that I was working with had felt the way because my father had taken over a large part of his <laughs> former uh, group, mm-hmm. like almost 75% of his group. And um, their boss, which is... Of you know, shout out to Rob because he was a very, very like influential part of everything. Like you know, just helping my father and even helping me and just trying to help my my family. But mm-hmm. um, you know, like he knew he was leaving and he knew this was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the whole too big to fail. Which when with hindsight, he knew what was going on because he was about wow. to like be out. Oh, yeah. So he like luckily enough, he got me. He was able to get me a full time position because he knew. I couldn't work for my father, and at that time, I was temping under my father's position, um, my father's um, department. So he got me a job with this other manager. The other manager was just like it was like two blows. Like so, first you take half, like seventy five percent of my department. Now <laughs> I gotta hire him. Your son, you're bugging. This is crazy. So it was oh, like it man. almost just felt like I just kind of got like, <sighs> like just I kind of just kept getting poked <sighs> at. You know, little by little. Like, it was just mad little things that, like, went on. But, you know, I had gotten sick toward, like, the last year or so, like, of me being there. Um, and I was out. Like, I had been off and on sick for, like, you know, the the year. So I think I had used my either sick, my six sick days up or 12. But I just remember getting an email. Not a phone call, email just saying, hey. You know, just to let you know you're out of sick days. So, at this point, we're not sure if we're... Well, we're, we're not going to be able to pay you going forward. You know, so any day going forward that you're sick, you just won't be paid for. And it was just kind of like, damn, I couldn't even get a phone call? Like, I'm <laughs> not human? You know, like, you couldn't call, like, are you okay? Are you mind, living? Mind you, you're getting the email because yeah. you're not there. So, yeah. therefore... You're still sick. Yeah, I'm on the you're, mind. You're, you're, you're sick. Like getting a, a, a email. Yeah, like Wait. it wasn't. It wasn't like I wasn't working. My like prior on like forty two million dollar conversions, twelve million dollar conversions, getting yelled at if I wasn't doing it correctly. It wasn't like I wasn't doing that. It wasn't like this physical body that you didn't want to acknowledge wasn't at one point or another. Whether you don't want to say it was to your standard of work or not responsible for money that was worth more that made you know what i'm saying so it was like to be seen as just that disposable to me was just like all right cool i know what my worth is as a human being you're never i'm never gonna put myself in a position for anybody to look at me or make me feel less than Mm worth what i am Mm -hmm. period so that's why spiel and why i just don't really care for corporate culture you know um and and i think yeah you know and i think it's it's it it sucks but like you know a lot of people assume like yo why wouldn't you want to get a job that is you know a nine to five or within the corporate no why don't you want to be within corporate that's what everyone always asks because well one duh the whole american dream is one thing you Mm -hmm. feel me like um you they want us to dive in into corporate America as soon as like we're getting out of college and things of that nature. But it's like okay, corporate America definitely doesn't understand what sicklers are going through. 
they definitely have an understanding for cancer patients. Mm-hmm. They have an understanding for the diabetic patients. Mm-hmm. They have an understanding for any other patient out there that's also where they can relate to. But when you are telling me an African-American man is going through something that you particularly may not even ever heard of, you know, like I've, I've had experiences with, what's that? I think sickle cell in the working vo- like sickle cell corporate environment is equivalent to what dreadlocks were in the work environment in like the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like when like, you walk in, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, dude, I've heard. Yeah, or I might have heard. Yeah, or like I might have seen, but yeah. nine out of ten times that first time, their first interaction. Yeah, they're just like, huh? Their first interaction. Like, what is this yeah. thing you speak of right. called sickle cell? How do I've we? I've gotten the email also, and it, and it sucks, man. It's like, it's like for. for me especially is like, yo, I feel like this would be a way out, you know, if you were to have a nine to five was like, yo, you have all of those uh those benefit parts. Yeah. That's predominantly what it is that we're looking for is the benefits is like stability. Oh. Because of the fact that That's yo, what if we I don't mean. if I get sick, I have this stabil this stability and it's like that creates such a paranoia for me. When I have a job, I'm paranoid every single day. Every day I'm paranoid because of the fact that, one, I don't know if I'm going to get sick. And even if I do have your benefits or whatever the case might be, at the end of the day, you're being hired to what? Produce, to be there, to help, to do what is assigned. And you're not here for seven days, ten days, right? Okay, let's just say that happens now once every three or four or five months. Regardless, you still were out for an excess amount of time during those time frame, during those time periods. And it's like, there's work that needs to be done, so. And that's the saddest part. It's like, nobody, like, we're not asking for anybody to, to do anything. No. Be, and I'm not asking like, for sympathy or yeah, pity. Yeah, because it's like, to be honest, like, yo, you got a business. Like, yeah, I, I get it. it. <laughs> I get and it. I, I, and I, yeah. I tried to I work w- here. Yeah, I wish that, you know, I wasn't <laughs> referring back to it so tired <laughs> that I took seven naps before I took my full sleep. <laughs> and, like, I woke up 15 minutes before I was supposed to wake up. And now, like, I'm rushing to get to work, and I get to work. Like, you know, like, there's nothing worse. I, like, I I had someone tell me, like, you don't want this job. Oh, my God. And I was just like, what, what? what do you mean? <laughs> Why, what would make you think I don't want this job? It's like, because you don't get here. And it's just like, and I'm just like, if, if I could, <laughs> like, if I could transport my body yes here like that's it when that's... i was supposed to i'd be here but like, it's not that simple and again i'm not asking you to have any sort of sympathy or anything but i just wish you understood that's it i don't even i just i just want like i get it i'm still not saying that i respect it but i get, I get it. it i get it cool because then it's like i don't feel crazy but when somebody's just like, well, figure it out, you just like, yeah, how do I yeah. figure something out that I can't change? That's that's 
how do I fix something that can't be fixed? They, they want you to change your whole life, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like you gotta adjust to this. And yes. It's like, all right, I tried to make the adjustment. Believe you me, I try. I go to. There's times when I went to sleep at like 8 p.m. Like, yo, you know what? As much as I love basketball, I'm not gonna. Yo, this I'm is it. I'm going to sleep. I so get I, home, eat, go to sleep. Did that. Wake up. It's like. 4 a.m. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. All right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little up now. I need to go back to sleep so that way I can wake up and have my full hours. Okay, go back to sleep. You wake up. Oh, I'm all right. Get on the day. Something happens. And it's like, yo, here we go again. This is happening. So how do you communicate this to others where mm-hmm. they'll be able to understand but it won't also have such a great impact to what it is that you're doing because that's really what it comes down to you know like how can we also be um still used because that's what's going on still used within the spaces that we're in but also um with the impact that we have when we are sick you know what it is that what it is that we can also do to to make to make shit still still work because it's like at times if you're not able to be at this place you know is it also can can you guys also send me something where i can be able to work so you know now it's like trying to find that communication when it comes to you know for those the that employers. still yeah, yeah for the employers you know let's just say if you're looking for that corporate route or whatever the case might be and then there's always the whole well build your own lane and it's like wow <laughs> you need capital for that that's well, yeah off. yeah you know and like that's not even as easy as it may seem to be where some some may think that oh you should just do it like that or i mean you know, like i got to a point where i started realizing as a teenager like yo dog i think the only way i'm gonna be able to like really like I, yeah, it's like if I have mom, because my yep. mom was an entrepreneur. Yep. My father worked in corporate, yep. so like I w- was blessed to have Best of both. both yeah, to see both, you know, um, and like uh, you know, my mom was always the one that had the flexibility Facts. necessary, but my pops had the security. Yeah, so you know, like my father had the L insurance. He worked corporate, <laughs> but ne- if I got sick. Who's picking me up? Mom. My mom. Because she got the. Because she had the job where it's just like, yo, hold down the store. If it if it get crazy, call me. I'll be back in an hour or so. But my son is sick. I gotta go get him. You know, like, so like for me, and I feel like now I'm starting to realize that that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Like I that's need that. Like I and like I have I have, I'm working on both. Like, I'm working on the luxury of having both. Working mm-hmm. on the security of, I won't say the corporate job, but having the lit Benny. That's like bit. having the best benefits. The benefits is where it's at. You know, but still being able to have the flexibility. Because, like, the structure, to be honest, it can work for a certain amount of time. But yes, after a while, exactly. the structure just doesn't, like, you can't. It's you, too much. You can't. It's, you, like, to live within sickle cell is it's like yo it's like That's my brother yeah my brother has said to me which like has made me feel crazy sometimes like yo do I really have sickle cell or do I not cause he said like yo 
I've been so tired that I had to take an extra day. Like, nah, I'm too tired to go to work. <laughs> Two days is not a... Friday and Saturday sometimes is not enough. And I'm not talking about because I want to be out. No. no. I just need... I, I still... I have inadequate I to, rest. Yeah, I need to rest and then rest when I rest. <laughs> like, I don't... Like, my... Like... Rest day is literally rest day plus two. Yeah, that's the equation. Plus two. Because the body still is it's like, it's like still trying to catch its oxygen <laughs> to regulate what you just been through. And the hardest part that people don't realize is like, how do you survive in a society that is rooted in... Go, go, go. Yeah. There's no rest. It should be like, yeah. Constant goal, bro. Constant. But again, that's... that's All right. Uh, We've been bouncing around. Like, this conversation has cut (laughs) off like two or three times. You know, uh, because I record mobile. You know, I don't have a fancy setup. This is not... I'm not... Shout out to everybody that podcasts for real. I'm not saying that I am not a official podcaster per se. What I'm saying is that I am doing this all mobile. Um, so, yeah, it has cut off twice. But I just wanted to um, kind of conclude this part. I don't know if this is all going to be one episode, if I'm going to break it up. Um, but, you know, I just kind of wanted to give Jeff an opportunity to kind of... Uh, close up a little bit with um, all the things that we spoke about because I think Jeff's gonna be I'm gonna, I'm gonna be back to talk with Jeff soon we, we spoke about a lot I don't think we answered all the questions all the topics but there's a lot we spoke on so there is um, yeah Jeff if you wanna just kinda close out with anything and just leave some thoughts and comments for the people oh man I mean in general I'm just happy you're doing this. Honestly, let's start out with you. Um, Thank you, bro. Just knowing that this this is this is a way for other people to also hear us. You know, just your voice goes a long way. You know, like with anything else, the story will be told. So this is our story. You know, when the fact that we're able to now due to you have a platform um, where we can express ourselves you know and this is the first of hopefully to be many more Um, but you know just for the people to understand that if you didn't know what sickle cell was or is then here we are you know we're here to provide education definitely answer all questions um I know you feel like you talk about sickle cell all the time. Uh, I feel the same way too, in the sense of, you know, that's a topic that will always be. And I think now, for where we are at, especially in our adult lives, it's just an acceptance and an understanding that, yes, this will be a continuous conversation that I have. I may speak about this on an everyday level and it's because that I feel others should know about it and you know we are also going through this this is definitely a part of our lifestyle um so 
you know, it's just like if water is wet, yeah, it is. <laughs> so um, I have sickle cell, and there's no change in that except for me to be able to educate others and just uh, redefine the um, thoughts. And not only that, but just also um, give a better understanding to those that don't know or already have experience with those that are going through it, but give them a better understanding on how we can go ahead and help others, how we can um, be able to establish something that's going to, uh, you know, uh, help in all ways that are possible. Because that's pretty much what, um, you know, we as sicklers ask for. You know, we, we only we only ask for help. You know, in 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 the ways that you can provide help. <laughs> for sure. Um, no one, no one, everyone's nothing is given to you. Yeah. So even even with us, it's like yeah, you got to go to work. And that's something I understand. That's just what it is. You know, who doesn't want to work? Who doesn't want to be um, a functioning and contributing part of society? Society, exactly. You know, like that's <laughs> that's that's all you have in society is for you to be able to produce. You know, and it's like okay, I want to be able to produce, but also not put myself in a position that's going to um, help myself. I mean, hurt myself. You know, I I want to produce in ways that's going to be able to um, help others in many ways. You know, so. Now, we have a platform with you, you know, and I just want us to continue that. Um, and I just want us to be able to have others, you know, just ask us questions too, right? Because I don't want it to just be one perspective where it's just us only, you know. There's, there's those that... Um, are inquisitive and I want others to ask us questions I want others yeah, to yeah definitely you know be able to be like what's going on with you guys cause that that's a big part of the conversation you know just knowing that you know certain things may work for one particular person but it might not work for others and not all of us are always in the same state and not all of us are the same no No. two humans are the same no impossible none even the twins twins are definitely different oh my god so um you know it's like understanding that we are individuals that definitely function normally throughout the world and throughout every day it's just that at times yeah some shit may happen to us where we're not able to function (laughs) Are not able to, you know, be that provider at this given moment, you know. But um, how does that also have an effect on those that are around us and make them continuously still have the same love for us and be there for us? That's really what it is at times. Because when you see us in these crises, in those moments, when the shit really hits the fan, it's like, oh... This is what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not looking for sympathy at that moment, more so understanding. Understanding, yeah. We just need people to be understanding. So, I mean, I think with that being said, I, I, 
Yeah, I'm not going to thank Jeff for being on this episode because he's going to be on many other episodes going forward. But I do want to thank him for just um, starting to expose... Because I feel like Jeff is going to be somebody that you guys will become very familiar with. Not because of anything more than his personality is um, going to like command that of you. Because he's, you know sharing so much about who he is and what he's experiencing. I mean, I am as well. But those that don't, like, there's people that know both of us. There's some people that probably don't know either of us. <laughs> some people that might know one of us. You know, I don't know which one of us that might be, but mm-hmm. I think the people that may know me or may not know either one of us, like, when you hear what the things that Jeff is talking about, like, I think it, it just kind of reiterates some of the things that you may have seen me or my brother go through or people that you may know may know what sickle cell go through um and you know again like he said this there's no there's no script there's nothing like forced about this this is all organic conversations that we would have had if the camera camera if the um if the mics weren't on yeah you know like so there was nothing that we withheld or we wouldn't have said or wouldn't have talked about we just kind of gave you guys an opportunity to kind of see what our typical conversations about sickle cell would be. Yeah, like, as crazy as it may be, as crazy as, as some people may not even be able to relate to it. Maybe you relate to 10% of it, maybe you relate to 90% of it, maybe you relate to none of it. But ultimately, all we really want you to take from this, if you took anything, is just go out and get genetically tested. That's it. Find out where you stand. And if you are a carrier, just ensure going forward, anybody you choose to date, marry, or have children with is not a carrier. And if they are, you guys are just responsible with however you decide to have children. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm looking for. That's it. I am not God. I am not the, you know, saint, educate angel. You the yeah, that's it. I just want you to just know about sickle cell, and hopefully we could try to wipe this this, you know, idea of an ailment away from those that have to deal with it through the genetic, you know, the lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge through the genetics that one is just proposed to. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for listening to Sickle Teller. I'm King of Day. I'm J-Rock. And um, this has truly been an honor and a pleasure It's a long episode, but if you get through it, please share any sort of comments, thoughts. Um, You know, again, anybody to stop me to say anything about the show, thank you. Um, If you hear this episode and want to stop Jeff and, you know. If you have any questions. Yeah, please, like. At JRock2416. Yeah. On Instagram. At at King underscore ADE underscore. Um, you know, questions are the only way that we're going to be able to share information. So please, if you have questions, ask. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. If you're going into 2019 with any sort of apprehensions, let this conversation that we've had and whatever it is that we may be dealing with be the motivation let you know that we have a shit ton going on with us and we still see so much progression and like brightness in the future so whatever it is you have going on on your end whether it may be more severe less severe than us 
just know that you too have so much on the horizon there's so much that's out there for you so please just have optimism and let's start 2019 the same way we ended it with nothing but beauty support honesty love and support for each other thank you guys have a great and blessed and safe end to 2018